0: It is day three of WAFM's Growing Family Appeal and uh, thank you for your contributions to those who have uh, made tax-deductible donations so far. There's a long list and uh, actually uh, goes across many suburbs uh, in Launceston and northern Tasmania. So thank you for those who have donated. If you'd like to pledge a tax-deductible tax donation to our Growing Family Appeal, our target is $10,000. Love to have you support us so we can all make a difference. The number to ring is six double three four zero one hundred, or you can donate online at WAFM. FM.org.au Time now to uh, bring Dr. Andrew Corbett to the program with his uh, Wednesday morning discussion. G'day Andrew.
1: Good morning Karen, great to be with you and yes we do want to thank people for supporting our growing family appeal. We don't normally have an appeal this is something that we're we're doing uh, I guess extraordinarily but we we, uh, take a real hit through December and January and this is just getting in early before Christmas just to keep going and, and throughout the day listeners are hearing some of the stories that we've received unsolicited, largely unsolicited from people who've contacted us and said look I, I just want you to know my story and some of these are fairly dramatic some of them I guess and this is a part of life isn't it where we think well that, that's no big deal, that's not dramatic, you know we didn't play that big a role but for the person involved it is a big deal and I think of uh, someone who I'll, I'll I'll call margaret it's very close to her name but call margaret who who contacted us and and said look you know my life was falling apart and my marriage was falling apart and everything just seemed to be falling apart i heard i started listening to the and i began to hear just little bits of advice throughout the day and on some of the programs and it turned my life around and you might think well yeah well you know we didn't do that much but we actually see that as a, a real contribution to family life. Her marriage is back together and intact, and she, you know, she is just a different woman now. And this is the difference that WFM is making. And so, you know, we we are restricted by the government as to how much commercial content we can have on air, and so it just simply means two things: one, any business that sponsors WFM. Is guaranteed that their that their ad is not going to be lost in a jungle of of ads like it may be on the commercial stations. And 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 secondly, it just that the reality is because we're not government funded, we're not you know we're not able to sustain the station through commercial sponsorship alone. That we need the support of people who recognise you know what YFM's doing is really worth it. It's a valuable contribution. It's taking a message that is largely confined to a church building on a Sunday, you know, between the hours of 10 and 12 on a Sunday morning, and it's getting it out there. It's getting... And and people are going, you know, I'm not really into religion, but, gee, you guys have got something positive to say. And we, we really appreciate when we hear that kind of feedback, Cameron. <clears throat> so to uh, I think will will uh, we've got the total as of yesterday for so far i think it was $2862.50 yep sure was uh aileen will be in in a little while and we'll get before we finish up the program we'll we'll get the progressive total mm. we are looking at a, a $10,000 target and we just so appreciate i know that there was a number of people yesterday who gave uh, $50 each uh, online, and that is just wonderful. Thank you so much to those people who did that. And, uh, if I had your names in front of me, I, w- I wouldn't embarrass you with your full names. Oh, here we go. Cameron's just passed me the list. So, yeah, I'll look, this is just one. If I'm just looking at this, uh, we've got Don out at, um, uh, Nile. We've got, uh, Michael at Hatspin. Alison at Dillston, Doreen, at Youngtown. We've got, um, uh, a couple from Lagana. We've got Gwen from Kings Meadows. Elizabeth Newstead. Well, look, we could go on. Uh, let's see where else we've got, uh, uh, Newham, Exeter, Launceston, Kings Meadows, Norwood, Riverside, Summerhill, Newham came in yesterday. Look, thank you so much to the, the wonderful listeners and supporters for your support today, Cameron. I want to talk about the five biggest regrets in life, and to do that, uh, we we all we all should feel regret at some point. I, whenever I hear someone say. Oh, I've got no regrets. I think either you you are lying, or you are one of the one of the you know the options are you're either really dumb, or or you've got a really hard heart. I think one of the things about being human is that I, I don't believe that there's any human with a with a heart of stone. We all will feel certain things, and and particularly toward the end of our life. Now this this set of 5 of the biggest regrets comes from a, a palliative care nurse uh, her name's Bronnie Ware and she uh, after a career of being a palliative care nurse where she would go in and spend 3 to 12 weeks in the home of a of a dying person so the the, the person Uh, You know, palliative care is is taking a person who is is going to die and in their final moments, weeks, months, they're they're made comfortable. That's palliative care, and it's a beautiful thing. And and Bronnie Ware, having spent a career as a palliative care nurse, said she wrote in an article uh, on her blog, uh, her blog is uh, inspirationandchai.com, she wrote these these are the top five regrets that she heard from people, and it was it was pretty sombering because she said this: people grow a lot when they are faced with their own mortality so the the word regret. It's an old English word, and it means to re to 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 want to go back and and change things. And it, it it's come to mean the feeling of of sadness, uh, to feel sad, to, to be repentant, or disappointed over something that we've done or failed to do. Now, th- these are the the top five so i'll start with number one these are the top five regrets and then what we'll do we're going to we're going to work our way through how we avoid these because again there will be people who say you know i've lived my life with no regrets well according to bronnie where all of those people get to the final stages of their life and they change their story they change their story from you know i've got no regrets to oh boy i wish i had And here they are. Here's the top five in that list that that she has. Number one, I wish I'd had more courage to follow my dreams and passion. Now, this is what she said. When people realize that their life is almost over and look back on it, it's easy to see how many dreams have gone unfulfilled. So the biggest regret that people have, according to, Uh, nurse wear is that they regret not having pursued or had the courage to pursue their dreams and passion. And she, she mentions that many people just regretted that they did what others expected of them. They conformed rather than transformed. They, they just did what everyone said was, you know, reasonable rather than doing something that they felt fulfilled their their dream for life or their passion so that's that's number one number two i wish i didn't work so hard at the expense of time spent with my family now she said this uh, i quote this came from every male patient i nursed every male patient now that is again very sombering that at the end of the lives of men in particular, that every one of them said, I spent too much time at work when I should have spent less time at work and more time with my family. So, look, this is, again, just a, a sombering thought that there will be people who are so caught up in what we might call a rat race right now that their children are growing up and you know when you're in your 20s and 30s life goes pretty slow it's a funny thing that when you get toward the autumn of your life that life tends to go very fast and you look back on those years in your 20s and 30s and early 40s and you go i i I wish I'd done things differently. I wish I'd taken more holidays with my family. I wish I'd taken my kids out more. I wish I'd just been with my family more rather than work 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 work. All right. So that was the second biggest regret. Here's the the third biggest regret, Carmen. Then then we'll go to to uh music break. I wish I'd been more honest with people about how I really felt. Now, she says that that, that many people said that they were deeply hurt or uh, d- deeply embarrassed or deeply offended by someone, and for the sake of being polite, they just let it go. And there were other times when they, they really felt... Uh, close to someone and they never they never appropriately expressed it so not being open and transparent appropriately with how someone really felt she said this many developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result and, and so she says many of these people wished they'd settled accounts with people rather than harbouring bitterness and harbouring offence and, and severing relationships. They say, I regret that I just wasn't I, more courageous to tell someone how I felt, how they made me feel, and, and get it sorted out. It was the third biggest regret of people. So, Cameron, let's come back after this music break and we'll we'll do the next two. And then after the news, we're going to come down and look at how we can avoid these five biggest regrets in life. Great. Thank you, Dr.
0: Andrew Corbett. Great start to uh, the program there
1: this morning. And we'll be back
0: after this here on Launceston's YFM. It's 8.47.
1: Some very, very sobering thoughts there about... uh, Getting toward the end of your life and, and having regrets. She also mentioned that many people who had said, "You know, I've got no regrets," they get into w- w- that that zone where she says it's the last three to twelve weeks of their life, and suddenly their perspective on what they regard as a regret changes. Here's number four. <clears throat> Oh, number three, just by the way, was I wish I'd been more, I wish I'd had the courage to be more honest with people about how I really felt. And that's both negative and positive. She says that many people who harbored negative feelings that they didn't express and they didn't sort out with people ended up, and I I quote, many developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result of this. Here's number four, is I wish I'd been a better friend and stayed in touch, kept in contact with my friends throughout my life. And th- that, that, again, is just a sobering thought to, to value friendships. And, and if you, you're picking up on this, you'll notice that nearly all of these regrets have to do with relationships. So we And we're going to touch on that in a moment. Here's number five, Cameron, just before we go to news. And I'm summarizing this a little bit, but she's, she says that this was the, the fifth most common regret expressed by people. I wish I tried new things and stepped out of my comfort zone more. I regret that I lived my life in a rut. Wow. So we we have people saying that there were things that they now look back on their life where they had opportunities to try something new, to do something they'd never done before and they didn't take advantage of it. They didn't do it and they regret not doing it. So there we go. So I wish I'd had the courage to follow my dreams and passion too. I wish I didn't work so hard at the expense of time spent with my family. Three, I wish I'd been more, I'd had the courage to be more honest with people about how I really felt. Four, I wish I'd been a better friend and stayed in touch with my friends throughout my life. And five, I wish I'd tried new things, stepped out of my comfort zone instead of living my life in the rut. So, Cameron, there's the the five biggest regrets. We're going to deal with these after we come back from news, and hopefully we're going to see that no matter what stage of life you're at, you can begin to address some of these issues so that you don't leave this life saying, yep, that's my list, they're my regrets, because I think we can learn from the, the wisdom of these people who have done us the favour of sharing these things with us so that we can go, you know what, I can do something about that. I can I can try something new. I can make the change in my life that needs to happen. I can uh, implement what needs to be implemented so that I don't get to the end of my life and go, yep, there's my list. There it is, all those five things, that's my list. And so it is possible. Before we go to news, I just, I just point out that many people feel that they can't make the changes and it's all too hard. And we, I'm going to talk about taking little steps, getting little victories, getting little, doing little things that will give you the confidence to maybe do some bigger things. There are people listening to us right now, Cameron, that have a dream to write a book. They should. Please don't take your book to the grave there are people who have a dream to travel and right now they're thinking but i'll never have the money to do it and if and if money is the biggest obstacle to you fulfilling a dream you simply lack imagination and quite possibly determination and i don't want laziness to be your biggest enemy i want you to learn how to overcome that so that you are able to have the best shot At Living out your dream, pursuing your passion, having the best chance of fulfilling the reason your creator has put you on this planet. So let's come back after the news and let's begin to address it, Cameron.
0: Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbett. Here's the news now on YFM. It's nine o'clock. And the weather forecast for Launceston and surrounding suburbs for today. It's a lovely start to the day, and uh, but uh, it's going to get partly cloudy. Uh, there was a bit of a light breeze around at the moment. Winds west to northwesterly, 20 to 25 kilometres an hour, turning southwesterly, 15 to 20 kilometres an hour in the morning, then becoming light in the late afternoon. Top of 21 today. Tomorrow, a sunny day forecast, 6 to 23, partly cloudy, 8 to 24 Friday, and partly cloudy, 10 to 24 for Saturday. And uh, currently uh, in Launceston, temperature gauge uh, is uh, at 15 degrees a nice warm start to the day already Andrew I think you've got an update on the tally have you
1: well I, I have and it's very exciting Karen let's I'll, I'll announce that just after our next music break because it is very exciting and we do th- look I'm just so touched I, I really am I'm, I'm touched by the people who have supported our station uh, Sue Lay from Newnham Jarrell out at Newnham, uh, Vicky and Riverside, and and uh, John and Helen at Winalea, Ian and Lee and you said thank you so much for your support that's coming today. We really, really appreciate it. It it just so helps us to continue to make a a, a valuable contribution into the life of families and homes around our community it's why we call it the growing family a- appeal because we are looking at literally helping families to uh, be able to have the skills and the the resources to be able to to do life and do family better so thank you so much and you can you can have a look at some of the testimonies on our website wfmorgau slash donate and you'll see there some of the stories that we've that we've already got there, Cameron. We've we've listed the five biggest regrets that <clears throat> people express toward the end of their life. What do we do about it? How do we avoid these? I want to count down five to one. Well, let's start with number five because one of the things I pointed out is that in each of these regrets, they nearly all relate to people. Which is very interesting because sometimes we go through life and we don't see people as a source of strength and value in our life. We often, particularly if you're a man, we often see them as as a means to an end. We see them as customers. We see them as clients. We see them as the means to be able to get what we want. But here's the number five If you want to live your life and avoid some of the biggest regrets in life, number five, see people. Just simply that, see people. See people as a priority, not a nuisance. Here's the thing that I marvel at, and it is, and it literally is marvelous. Everybody has a story. In fact, my hero, F.W. Boreham, said, the person whose life is not worth telling has yet to be born the person whose life is not worth telling is yet to be born everybody has a story and what is really interesting is if you take the time to get to know people and to to ask them their story and i think this is one of the adventures of of marriage and you know we're just listening during the break to that uh, a senator that liberal democrat senator Senate, uh, sorry uh yeah liberal democrat senator who said that he wants to change marriage to you know be whatever you know any combination of people which is just i think is a, a very very unwise and foolish notion because marriage actually is something it's kind of like passing a bill to say that we're now going to treat all circles as squares and you can call a circle a square but it's still a circle and everyone knows it's a circle and in the same way marriage actually is something and here's one of the joys of marriage as as you complement each other and God has designed for men and women to complement each other in a unique way in marriage you you actually have the privilege of of getting to know someone's story very intimately and this is, I would say, one of the, the great joys of life. And I know that there are some people who think, I don't have time for marriage, I don't want to be tied down, I this, that, and the other. And you will get to the end of your life, and you will have this as a regret. You will. And if you can, even today we have this idea, well, oh, don't marry too young, you know. And, and I hear some people who, who talk silly when they get married. They say, you know, I married too young, and I, I really missed out. And and the the reality is when you when you marry, you, you, you're gaining. You're not missing out, and you're you're learning to do life with another person, and you're actually designed for this. <clears throat> this is actually going to be a source of strength and great joy to you. So, the, the the fifth thing is see people as a priority, not a nuisance. Get to know people. Get to know their stories. Develop. You know, as you see people as a priority, you begin to develop friendships. Look, Facebook. Cameron can be really good, can't it? Absolutely, it can be good, but it, but, yeah, but there that. is a big but, isn't it? Yes. There? Yeah, the, there's, there's the but where it it actually can can lead to you not having sufficiently meaningful relationships yep. with people that you should absolutely. And and this is where look, Facebook. You look, you got you got to use it appropriately, but you certainly don't use it to replace what what you actually need and one of your needs is social interaction with a real yeah. life person yeah and this is this, this is number 5 if you want to avoid life's biggest regrets learn to see people as a priority learn to develop friendships here's number 4 then we'll go to go to music Live your life so that you're increasing your options, not cutting your options short. Now, now by that I mean this. If you live your life so that you increase your options, you know, someone may give you a book on a topic that you are totally not interested in. Well, try it. Read it. Uh, The number of times when I look back on my life when I've been forced uh, bunny is forced to do something that i really didn't want to do and then i do it and i fall in love with it i just think this is awesome why hadn't i done this before this is just wonderful and yet initially it's difficult it's hard you know i i relate to people who upgrade their software and it's like, oh, the buttons aren't where they used to be, and this doesn't do what the old software used to do, and this stupid computer isn't like my old one, and where's it? Well, sometimes life is like that, isn't it? We have opportunities where we we try something new, we do something different, and it's difficult, and it's not like the old one, and I don't like doing this, and then eventually you end up enjoying it, not only enjoying it, absolutely thriving you know it's like coffee drinkers people who drink coffee all their life and someone offers them a cup of tea oh no i don't drink tea just try it and well I, i've met people who've become tea connoisseurs sort of you know later on because they tried it they just tried it it, it open up your options increase your options how do you do that through learning you, and and one of the best ways to learn is not i i cameron if, if anyone's heard me for any period of time talk about education you know i think the classroom is is just not the best place to learn anything uh in fact i i'm amazed that these last few weeks of school where really things wind down because all the testing and and exams and things are over i'm amazed that schools don't take advantage of this opportunity to actually teach kids something actually engage in education for just just a couple of weeks out of the year you know it's just i don't know it's just bewilders me a bit anyway i digress but increase your options through learning increase your options through socializing you look you, you may not feel like you're a social sociable person well welcome to the club there's not many people that really feel that way. People who know how to, quote-unquote, work a room and know how to be sociable with a whole group of strangers, can I tell you, they are a rare breed. They really are a rare breed. For the rest of us, we've got to push through the uncomfortableness of it. We've got to push through this sense of, you know, this is awkward. I'm I'm meeting people for the first time. I, I'm I'm uncomfortable doing this, but I'm going to have a go. And you, you do. You learn to have a go. You learn to be someone who becomes appropriately transparent and asks appropriate questions of people, not wanting to go too deep. But you just learn to ask those initial questions, and in doing that, you're actually opening up opportunities. You're opening. You're giving yourself options. It's amazing. We 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 sometimes know this. It that that good luck don't necessarily like that term but let's use it good luck isn't necessarily for those who have worked hard oftentimes good luck is for those who are connected in the right way you know it's not what you know it's who you know it's who you know and and really Cameron why is this still surprising people Mm. the fact that life is about who you know well take advantage of it get to know some people get just become someone who learns how to increase their options through socializing and i, I remind you of these five biggest regrets this was one of the regrets that all of these people had and you can increase your options through volunteering try something volunteer you know think oh man i'll get home i'm tired i i don't want to give up my saturday mornings i don't want to give up my sunday mornings serving in church i you know i've got a kitchen to renovate i've got a a garden to to weed i've got this that and the other hey come on man i tell you what you, you won't get to the end of your life and go gee i wish i'd pulled another weed out <laughs> i wish i i really yeah. wish i'd given that kitchen another coat of paint i really mm. do i no i guarantee you you won't get to the end of it no one's tombstone says i wish i could spend another day in the office it just won't happen and then here's another way to this is the, the fourth about increasing your options is is travel get out see the world travel if if you've never been to the mainland and i know that there are some people who live in tasmania they will live they will be born, live, and die, and have never left the island. please leave the island <laughs> please do uh, please come back in fact i yeah. just spent i just spent a day in Melbourne filming for a documentary that we're producing and And I gotta tell you, I love Melbourne, but one of the best things about Melbourne is Tasmania. I get to come home. It's just, (laughs) it's wonderful. It's just so wonderful living here. And, and I just think, man, the people who live in Melbourne, they can have it. It's a beautiful city. It's apparently one of the most livable cities on the planet. But as long as Tasmania is one of the best kept secrets, let's just keep it that way. I'm very happy. Here, here. <laughs> but I really think people just need to get out the, go and have a look at the mainland. And I don't you people say, "Oh, I can't travel now. I'm you know, I'm in my 60s or 70s or 80s. Oh, give me a break." Come on. Go and travel. In, in, improve your options. Your, your life now is not what it used to be you know 60 is the new 40 <laughs> you know get, get on with it all right Cameron let's come back after this music break and we're going to count down to number one and we're going to pick it up at number three and we're going to go to the the top uh five ways to avoid fives uh, life's five biggest regrets all righty
0: thank you very much uh, for joining us uh, today dr andrew corbett and we'll be uh, back with more with him in just G- Yes, that's Huber stink, and uh, showing that uh, they have uh, some regrets, and uh, but they are doing something about it in the process. That's the reason from them. Great song from uh, the mid-noughties. You're tuned to YFM. We're talking about avoiding uh, regrets with Dr. Andrew Corbett this morning. Hope you're enjoying it, Cameron.
1: I said that we'd give a a, a running total. <clears throat> yes. Of uh, so far our appeal we we started off the day with uh, two thousand eight hundred and sixty eight dollars fifty I think it was and I can now tell you that we have kicked off today so far uh, alien's just gone through what's come in and again thank you to those who have given i mentioned some of the names I could also mention Kelly and Julie for your support thank you so much our our appeal total now I feel like we need a drum roll, Cameron. But anyway, well, got, no, we haven't, sorry, yeah, to, haven't we got one. We We've got one. All right, here <laughs> we go. Uh, we're, we're, our target is ten thousand dollars, and just to show the kind of support that we receive halfway through the appeal, our our total our running total right now is five thousand seventy eight dollars and fifty cents. So a very very big thank you, awesome. very awesome. big thank you to. Everyone who's given. We're we're more than halfway there now, Cameron. So thank you to all those people who have given. And if you're yet to, you can make a tax-deductible donation to our appeal. It keeps us broadcasting. I mean, quite literally keeps us broadcasting Mm. and and exhibiting a, a positive message through to people. You might think you're going to hear a lot about the appeal this week. We make no apology for that. You won't hear about it next week. It's only this week? Yep, we, yep we're only talking, one week. Uh, yep. We're talking about it a lot because it is important for us. We really believe in what we're doing. We can't do it without you. And uh, our volunteers and supporters make it possible. I also, just received someone who uh, d- just rang the station. Meryl, thank you. Uh, she says this, the music is what keeps me listening. It's like the elephant in the room. You really don't notice, but it's there. Providing a positive influence for everyone Young or old And we know that uh, Meryl is a, uh, a seasoned listener That's a that nice way of saying is. it That's great And uh, she also says I, and I, I, you know, this is, I didn't pay her to say this But she says <laughs> I also love Andrew's Wednesday talks And the other snippets throughout the day So Meryl, thank you And we're, we're thrilled to hear that YFM Is indeed making a positive difference To your life yeah. as well That's just wonderful. Uh, We've mentioned that in in avoiding the five biggest regrets of life, number five, see people as a priority, not a nuisance. And that was number uh, five. And number four, increase your options. And you can do that through learning, socializing, volunteering, traveling and here 's number three: bloom where you are planted. Many people will go through life, always discontent, always unsatisfied they're looking for something and they're they're not ever settled and content and so <coughs> pardon me to be able to bloom where you are planted is is to live your life with a contentment that means you you you'll focus on the moment. Mother Teresa was once once asked, "Who's the most important person in your life?" and she said this, "Whoever I'm with." What what a what a profound thing, wow. Cameron. In other words, just to just you know, you're not hankering to be somewhere else, you're not hankering to do something else be somewhere else with someone else you're content you're content yeah. to be in that space in that moment with that person bloom where you are planted you may feel you have a dead end job you do not enjoy your work well here's here's a secret that will release you to not only enjoy your job what you're doing but it will lead you to avoiding regret generally in life, and it's this bloom where you're planted, bloom where you're planted. Last night, Kim and I went for a walk in preparation for our our major bushwalk next week that we're doing. We're doing a, a six day walk, and uh, she she just and I was, so I was looking out at um, the the surrounds. I go, man, what a beautiful place we live in. Tasmania is just magnificent. And I was commenting that um i'm buying a a, a camera from local camera store and i said you'd 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 really think that this camera store here in launceston would do pretty well i mean after all you come to tasmania you want to take a photo of it it Mm. is just magnificent Mm. and and she said you know you have thought that about everywhere we've lived that it was the best place the most beautiful place no i hadn't really thought about it but she pointed it out to me and i thought yeah well that's a it's a life attitude that i've developed that you bloom where you're planted you you just look at the circumstances that you you you're dealing with square in the eye and go it is what it is let's make the most of it bloom where you are planted number 2 dream plan do something bigger than yourself and leave a legacy dream what what can you do with your life what would you like to do with your life within within every person there is a passion to do something big that is bigger than themselves. In other words, yeah, look, you could have a dream to climb Everest, and I would encourage you if you have the wherewithal to be able to do that and you, you have the you know, the potential competency to do that, go for it if you want to do that. But what is it that you can do that is bigger than yourself? Uh, last night, uh, now, forgive me if I get his name wrong, but I think it was Lieutenant General David Morrison, the head of the Australian Armed uh, forces, or at least the army, he gave a uh, an impassioned YouTube video on the defence force, saying that treating women in the defence force as objects and um, sexualizing them to the point of exploiting them it was completely unacceptable in the army. And he said, if this is the way you you want to you know function in the army, get out, find someone else. Well, last night he was on the 7.30 report talking about uh, White Ribbon Day, which is a- against domestic violence against women, a great cause. And I thought, here's a man who's had some pretty significant military achievements, but he's taking up a cause much bigger than himself, and that is to address one of Australia's, most horrific problems at the moment and and that is domestic violence that's a great cause what's your cause what can you do perhaps it's to become a volunteer with an organization like yfm or red cross or city mission or whoever it is dream live your life to help someone else dream a dream that will that will leave a legacy of benefit for others this was one of the regrets that people had consistently that they hadn't done anything beyond themselves to live out their dream to fulfill their passion do something bigger than yourself it may not be involved with your nine to five job that's just a clue and here's number one we finish with this one Cameron you want to live a life where you can avoid regrets these five biggest regrets number one give your life to Jesus Christ and ask God to use you after all he's your maker He's your creator. He not only knows you better than anybody, he knows what you're capable of and ask him to help you and to equip you to do something significant. And that word significant is a very key word. That's number one. Give your life to Jesus Christ. You might feel like you're a million miles from God. You may feel that you've lived the kind of life that God himself could not even forgive or accept. And I'm here to tell you, That's not true. Jesus Christ died in your place to take the penalty of your guilt and shame and you aren't a million miles from God. You are just one step and that step is a step called prayer. One step away, one step back to God, a prayer that says, Jesus, forgive me, have my life, take my life. I want to live for you. Do something significant with my life and help me to be of value to others. That's the number one thing you can do to live the kind of life so that you avoid these five biggest regrets. Cameron, I won't be here next week because I'm going to be out living my dream, doing my passion, walking with my wife. Where there's, no mobile, phone where there's no mobile phone coverage. <laughs> and I'll be back the week after. And we'll continue to offer some life tips that will help people to live better. Alright, we'll get somebody else in instead. No, he won't. Thank <laughs> you, Dr.
0: Andrew. We'll uh, catch you uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Enjoy your, your walk there. And, um, yeah, all the best. Stay safe. Uh, you're on Launceston's YFM. It's 9.33. Of course, as usual, we'll be uploading uh, today's uh, message uh, for you to download, uh, to take, uh, to uh, listen again, to share it with others, or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, available, along with other uh, downloads of Dr. Andrew's messages on a Wednesday morning on our website, yfm.org.au. And, and don't forget to uh Um, While you're there, make a tax-deductible donation to our Growing Family Appeal, which is up over $5,000 now. Fabulous results so far. Thank you to everybody who has uh, made a tax-deductible donation. We very much appreciate it, and we value you, and uh, your contribution uh, uh, will uh, make YFM uh, uh, a bigger force in the community of Launceston as we continue to provide positive, uplifting, and encouraging music, and of course family-friendly program content. It's 9.34, back to music shortly with Delta Gudrun.